0: back here on 88.3 WGTs after further review here with David the man of God Harris and they got juicy this weekend or someone who's probably had one of the worst weeks is Ime Udoka uh, Boston Celtics head basketball coach uh, basically spending a year after basically sleeping with Boston Celtics female staffers which, you know Code of ethics violation. Robert Sarver was probably the talk of everything. He was talking about selling his team, and then this came out. David, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, it's just uh, you don't really know what to make of it. And it's a couple of things. One, you don't like have all the details. Like we know that there's reported kind of obviously Celtics brass. His keys and get close to the chest until they can reveal even in a um, press conference with Brad Stevens. He said some stuff, but not enough to where it's like, what exactly is he being suspended for? So we're basically going off of what the sources told Woj. And in part, part of the issue that I have with all this, and this can be a little life lesson on journalism, like don't report a story until you have all the facts. Because if you go... If you look at, like, what happened overnight, possible, the tweet goes out, possibly being suspended for an unspecified violation of team rules. Like, that is so vague that I'm surprised that ESPN brass, like, someone didn't get into his ear, like, can you give us a little bit more? Because then the rumors start swirling around, and then once more sources came out and said, oh... Inappropriate, inappropriate relationship. Um, then it turned into a consensual relationship, and was, then people started throwing individuals' names out. Like it just got messy from the jump. And I think a lot of this could have been avoided had there been better reporting, had there been better journalism.
0: But how uh, so? You young... How so, David? I mean, you report the information that you're getting, and I get it. I get it. You know, old school reporting is make sure you get all the facts. But, you know, we live in an age where I got it first. I beat the story. And for some odd reason, if you it's all about if I if I break the story first and I'm king or I'm queen or I'm somebody. And obviously you're teaching, you know, a life lesson is we do try to teach life lessons here on 88.3 WXUT. But now with the cesspool of Twitter and blogs. And like some people say in the business, you got a million hacks out there that now think they're reporters. It gets blurry. You know, Woe's reported what the information that he got. And I think he kind of gave you a tidbit that, hey, this is what's going to be going down. But I'll give you details further along down the line. Now, you notice that has happened a lot more in journalism where I report what I know and I'll expand on the details later.
2: But, I, and I think it's, um, like, it makes sense to kind of want to be first to the story, especially with something like this big, This it is, like, it's such a high-profile case just because it is right at the start of the season, because it is um, such a crazy, crazy story with a lot of layers on it. And maybe it's just because, you know, I'm quote-unquote old school, but um, Like, all of this, like, the suspension came after a month-long investigation, and then there are multiple violations of team rules, according to what the Celtics owner said in that um, news conference yesterday. And, like, had we known about the month-long investigation, sure, there probably would have been a little bit more understanding, okay, there's going to be some kind of suspension, but because we didn't have all of that and all we
0: know is... Why do you need that? No, I mean, does everything have to be... I, I get to this point where does everything have to be reported? I mean, they have to do an investigation. If there's anything that's going on with anything, that any corporation, anything has to do is due diligence in making a investigation. You just can't do stuff off the cuff and say, well, here's these allegations, here's the consequence. So, yeah, they're going to do their investigation... But what, what? What? why do we need to know that information? It, it, it could mess up the investigation if, if we're knowing what's going on at the time of the investigation. Yeah,
2: but, but I think a lot of... Something like that is usually hard to keep under wraps, especially...
0: No, it's not. It, it's not hard to keep under wraps unless somebody wants to leak out the information, Now, what you're learning in journalism now, which hopefully they're teaching kids this in journalism. People leak out information that they want to be leaked out. Obviously, they were doing an investigation. The information wasn't going to be leaked. They did their investigation. Once it was done, somebody in the Celtics organization leaked out that Ume Ume, 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 Adulka was going to get suspended for violating team rules. And then more
2: sources came out saying, you know, it was an intimate relationship with a female member of the staff. And then I think one. Once it got leaked, I think everyone else that didn't have those sources ran with, you know, putting people's faces, you know, on social media, it's like, was this the woman? Was, was this the female member of the staff? It's gotta, it's gotta be them, cause in our investigation, in our, you know, crackpot Google search, is this the only person, so dragging people that aren't involved into it, um, out of the mug, I think, like, it's un- it's understandable, the severity and, you know, violating team rules. The year-long suspension makes sense. I think... No, it doesn't. But
0: you got to fire in, in him. Normal- why why suspend him? I'll tell you why they suspended him, but I'm going to ask you, if, if why are you going to suspend this guy for a whole year and then say, oh, you can come back? What may, what, what sense does it make?
2: I think they, sus- they suspended him, and then they didn't say, like in the in the team statement, it says, you know, they didn't discuss at least publicly what it will take for Udoka to come back to the organization after it's over. So it's a suspension year-long because I think that was probably the max that you could do under league whatever, but it's not a guarantee that after a year he's going to be back.
0: Well, That's- so Sarver for decades, has been doing the stuff that he's doing he gets a suspension as an owner. Edoke does something which is, is bad. He gets the same suspension as the owner who did this to several employees and, and made it a hostile work environment where Edoque, Eduque, uh had a, a consensual relationship with the staffer.
2: Yeah, and, and that, that's what I was going to say. That That's the reason why I think it's tricky that it's a year because it's the same suspension that is going to cause someone to have to sell their team or being forced to sell their team. Like, I think because of the Robert Starver thing happening almost simultaneously in the news stream, like within 48 to 72 hours after Starver says, boom, I'm selling the team, now this comes out and it's a year. I think that's what makes it tricky for me that it's a year because it's the the same punishment. I think in any other circumstance, in any other kind of time outside of what we're seeing with the Robert Sarver, a year makes sense. And then, you know, they'll come back at a later date. Like all of that makes sense under normal circumstances as a result of an investigation, multiple team violations. Like if this is someone that you, um, that you think that as a organization that you feel, you know, for an entire season or a league year that this is good, great. But because Robert Sarver only got a year and got the monetary, now it's like, wait a minute. Shouldn't, like you said, shouldn't Sarver get more? Should Udoka get less? If he gets less, is that a slap in the face to the staffer who's probably feeling still traumatized about all of this and now Everyone's trying to investigate, trying to we and see who is the individual. Um, yeah, now, now it becomes a lot tricky because now you're basing and comparing the suspension. And it's like one, one fits the crime under normal circumstances, one doesn't. But the one that doesn't is affecting the one that usually does.
0: Mm. Okay, let's listen to what the what the what the owner and Brasti Wick back and the what they had to say about this. Actually, we'll listen to this a little bit, and then I'll come and chime in what I think.
3: Strong values at the Celtics, and we are doing our very best to uphold them here. As you know, Ime Udoka has been suspended for the upcoming season for breaking team rules. The suspension is for a season through June thirtieth, and. Uh, we will make a determination at a later time uh, about e future uh, with us, and uh, that will be discussed another time and has not been decided.
1: I thought, you know, we have a lot of talented um, women in our organization, and <clears throat> I thought yesterday was really hard on them. And I think that, um, you know, nobody can control Twitter speculation rampant, but um, I do think that we as an organization um, have a responsibility to make sure we're there to support them now Um, because a lot of people were dragged unfairly into that.
3: I personally feel that this is well warranted and appropriate, um, backed by substantial research and evidence and facts. And uh, so I'm, I'm uh, standing by the decision, and E-May has accepted it and has expressed, in fact, appreciation. I don't want to belabor that, but he's been um, accepting of it, and he's planning to move forward on this basis. So we are over here. We are suspending him for the year, and it's uh, in place, and we're moving
1: forward. Joe's going to be in charge, um, and, um, you know, it's, a, it's not an easy timing for him um, or the rest of the staff. Um, but, um, he's an exceptionally sharp and talented person. We're not going to get
3: into our deliberations. This felt, um, right, but it, there's no clear guidelines for any of this. This is really, uh, conscience and gut feel and being here 20 years and I'm responsible for the decision ultimately, although it took a lot of advice from partners and, and like Brad and others and we, we collectively came to this and 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 got there. But this is uh there's it was not clear what to do. Um but it was clear that something substantial needed to be done in my view and it was. We have So there you have
0: it David, what do you think?
2: Yeah it's a it's a tricky situation but it's also one that you would expect and anticipate was well, tough. It was It was tough for ownership, it was tough for management to figure out what exactly to do, and they did what they felt was in the best interest for their organization, for all parties involved. But yeah, the question is just, like, in the context of... Because you can't include the Udoka suspension. That can't be seen in a vacuum in a bubble. It has to include... What we're seeing in Phoenix and it's just none of it, like all of it is complicated and it's difficult and it's, and people are going to come out there. Well, you know, he got too little or not enough or still one year is too much. I think, I think the organization did the, what they thought is best and we have to support that decision and support the repairing that is going to happen within that boss organization, because there was a lot of damage done, but all we can do is hope that kind of there's healing, that those growth and that everyone involved in the situation um, are able to process this on their own time and I don't know if this means that Udoka's going to get eventually, you know, axed from his job within the organization or the several ties after the, you know, the year suspension ends, but yeah, we just don't know. it will just be interesting to follow this throughout the season, something that no organization wants to deal with, but I feel like Boston is handling this the best as they can in the middle of all the media, kind of, speculations and hoopla.
0: Well, here's the thing. They're they're crossing their T's, dying their eyes. Ime Adoka. They're prolonging this to see where the least damage can come to them from the legal standpoint. He's not going to be back with the Celtics. I don't care what anyone says. You you can't walk back in there. And then the rumor is is that he was messing around with the, one of the VP of basketballs' wives. You have a girlfriend, a Neil Long actress beautiful woman, by the way, and there, boning somebody's wife. You you can't do that in the workplace. You know, Andrew Bynum did that in Cleveland where he was boning an assistant coach's wife. They got him right out of town. So you can't have him there in the building. But if it's claimed that both parties says it's consensual, yeah, you're not supposed to be doing that. I don't know if he was directly, if she was directly his subordinate or not, if he was their boss, because that's where the the hangup comes. There's a lot of technicalities in this. So what we need to do is we can't fire him, because if you fire him, he could come back and say, well, with the lawsuit or whatever it may have been, so what they're going to do, they're going to buy time. We're going to suspend him. We're going to get with our legal team. They're doing a great job saying that, we're not going to get into our deliberations this felt right basically lawyers have told him keep your mouth shut don't give out any details you're going to talk but you're not going to give the media anything you're not going to say something you say a lot but don't say anything that 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 we we've been there before in press conferences when you're interviewing athletes and they're giving you the same generic answers saying something but not giving you nothing of substance because they don't want to get in trouble All they're doing right now is we're going to get him out of the building, hear no evil, see no evil, try to try to quiet this distraction. Then we're going to go over here, plot our strategy to find out a way to get out of the for one to fire him. Do we need to do a buyout? How do we how do we cancel his contract to get rid of them so he can move on? Because it makes no sense, David. You don't let your leader get suspended for a year and then say, oh, okay, hey, you come back. It doesn't work that way. Because for one, now the whole environment could have changed. Your leadership's not respected anymore. You've pretty much lost the team. It is what it is. So now what this this is nothing but nothing but a legal move by them. We can't fire them. Because if you fire him, you got more on your hands. He can force himself. It'll be more of a, a of a distraction if you fire him. Because if he comes back with the lawsuit and says, "Hey, you know this investigation was wrong," I was. It's going to keep coming up. So you suspend him. You say, you know, you violated some of these codes of conduct. We'll get you out the building. Then we'll see what we can do here. Once they lawyer up and pony up and get the legal action going on, and, and if it's in their favor, they're going to sit there and they're going to offer this. Uh, you could possibly give him a buyout, this and that, but you can't bring it back in the building. The, the, the one thing you can't do, and you know this in, in sports and in locker rooms, is you know men are protective, especially of their women. You can't be going out there doing the guy's wife. If you're a guy out there and and you got multiple, because we know it happens. It happens in the workplace. It happens with a lot of men and women. You know, you have multiple partners or you're, you're, you're trying to live that secret life and have a main chick and you got three or four side chicks. That's one thing. But if the side chick is for somebody that you work with. That changes up all the dynamics in the workplace, in the locker room. And, and you lose some respect. And from him being a leadership position, I think this is the problem. He's a Gene Cross. And this was the same situation with Gene Cross. I don't know if you remember it, David. Same thing. No. Now,
2: no I remember that fondly.
0: Gene Cross didn't have a longtime girlfriend, but... If you know anything about Gene Cross, he had the situation with the Mud Hens player messing around with that guy's girl. It was known on campus that he would go to some of the spots the players were going to talking to the the women there. This is a point where you learn as a coach you're not a player anymore. And this is what hangs up a lot of coaches. You're still in player mode. Get out of player mode. You are a coach. You are looked up to. You are put on different standards. If you still want to be doing all that, be a longtime assistant. Because guess what? You're the assistant coach. Yeah, you do have some responsibility out there. You shouldn't be doing things you shouldn't be doing. But you get a pass. But when you're the actual leader, leader, the leader of a team, a leader of an organization, you're put on different standards, and when you lose that respect, you can't go out and lead anymore. It, it just it, it fall it, it it becomes straight chaos, and that's what they're doing. We're avoiding straight chaos. Get them out of the building. We can't fire them right now because you know there's some legal things we gotta need. We need to check the boxes. We need to check what your code of policy is. And what did he sign in in his contract? Did you put this code of policy in his contract? Because, you know, everyone, these lawyers nowadays, they're going in there, they're checking everything, everything on a contract. That's what they're doing. Not to mention you get them out of the building. As the season goes on, it starts to become less of a distraction, especially if the Celtics start to win. That'll become more of the story about their play on the court, than this messy saga in somebody's personal life. Now your personal life is becoming bigger than the organization. And we've seen this in college sports, we've seen this in pro sports, that when your personal life starts to become bigger than the actual, the brand, eh, they're going to get rid of you. And I think that's what pretty much happened in this situation. They're just ducking and dodging and and trying to figure out what can they do next. So let's kind of rush him out the building. But for Ime Edoka, I, I think <clears throat> it's very sad about what he was doing. And he basically, he needs, sometimes you need maturation. There's more to coaching. Like I tell you, you've heard on this show that I tell people all the time, it's more a coaching than just wins and losses. And if you're the, the boy wonder or the girl genius that can draw up stuff, there's other qualities that you have to have and especially that is with leadership qualities and and things that you do on and off the court that when you're an assistant or a former player you can get away with but when you're the head honcho there's just certain things in your life that has to line up and if they don't and people aren't buying what you're selling it's going to, all the other things, you're, you're just wasting time, wasting time trying to coach the players, wasting time trying to get the wins and losses because everything's falling on deaf ears.
2: Yeah, it's just one of those, one of these situations where it makes sense for both parties to move on because it is a culture aspect and in a situation in an environment like, Boston, where they pride themselves on being, you know, class personified. We are modern. We try to do things to a certain standard. If there is one, even, you know, even someone with a quote-unquote bright future as Emei Doka, you know, if you get out of line or you're acting in a way that is not consistent with the quote-unquote values, and I'm sure if you... As we are hear more press conferences, talk about the values, the organization, kind of the standard that gets brought up all the time. If you're not matching that, then, yeah, you have to. Great, you know, great what you did, got us to the finals, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, you got to you gotta keep it moving.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, all that stuff is now. And, and, and it takes away from your accomplishments. Your first year as a coach, you're two games away from being an NBA champion. Now that's all down. There. You're going to be remembered as the guy that was going around creeping on the women and in, in the Celtics organization. And and, and 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 listen to some of the remarks that you, you know they were saying. The owner saying we could collectively came to this and got there, but it was not clear what to do. But it was clear something substantial needed to be done. Yeah, something needed to yeah. be done. So he, right there, he's telling you we made a uh, 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 we don't know what to do. Because the lawyers are telling us, "Hey, hold off. We got to investigate this, but something has to be done." So we'll let, we'll just push you out the building, and then you can just sit over there and wait. But he ain't coming back with the Celtics. And yeah, I do feel bad I don't, I don't that think. some of the you know uh, women that got dr- drugged into it, possibly being named, and who thought it was the staffer, and this and that—that that, that happens. And I just it's just it's the world of that we live in. Uh, Assistant coach Joe Missoula, who's only thirty four years old, will be taking over on an interim basis.
2: And if you go through his you know, his history, he's got some stuff in his closet from when he was in Morgantown.
0: And you know. Joe? Yep. Oh okay, I, I haven't he's seen that. It. I know he had a head coaching experience in two seasons at a division two college, Fairmont State in West Virginia, before being hired by Stevens as an assistant in twenty nineteen.
2: Yeah, there was a report in that um, in that article or in an article in the ESPN explaining the the kind of a breakdown of the suspension. They were kind of talking about some of his rough history. Um, so I'm trying to pull it up right away. Right, yeah, so saying
0: was, about his basically arrested for an underage drinking in 2008.
2: Yep, and then uh, he was 20 years old
0: in 2009. <laughs> See this is the stuff I'm talking about. Is this bad? Yes, but obviously he's been in the NBA and he almost he was being considered for the Utah Jazz head coaching job before his his buddy Will Hardy got it. People know yeah. about this stuff already, so why are we bringing this up now? Obviously, the dude was 20 and 21 years old. What has happened since then? Well, I mean that.
2: I mean, that's kind of what people are saying about, that's probably what Robert Sarver is saying. Like this was so-and-so years old and kind of in his statement, you know, think of all the goods I've done.
0: Uh, Stop. uh, Has this man done this since and since he's been in the NBA? That's the only thing. that, that, That Sarver crap is nothing more than just deflection. You were doing that as the owner. And you were in a, we just, I just went over this. And you were in a position of power. This is something that, and, and I'm not excusing the, Missoula's behavior. It was wrong what he did, but if he learned from it and he made that mistake as a child, even though 18, you can go to war and go to war and get some cigarettes. He's he was under the age of 21. You're still a child, and really, you don't mentally fully develop until the age of 25. Now, if he did this in 2008, 2009 then in 2012, then 2014, and, 20, and, and so on, and then he's got a rap sheet, and I'd be like, okay, I'm a little concerned here, what this man is doing. But this happened in 2008, 2009, and is there, is there anything else after this? Is there any other allegations or anything like that? He's been in the NBA since 2019 as far as being hired by Brad Stevens, and Brad Stevens said he vetted them about those particular it's, it's situations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this is what and I'm. This is where this is where it's it's starting to become. People just want to just destroy people's characters because they make a mistake. Like everyone acts like you never made a mistake. Granted, Sarver made a mistake, but then again, he can say he all the good he did. But at the end of the day, let's be honest. You were the owner, and I think he was repeatedly told also that hey, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing, and he did it anyway. I mean, it, it's repeated. He how long has he been the older? I think it was he been he been doing it for like the last ten ten years? I know at least, but I thought it was up to fifteen years. He was having this type of behavior.
2: Yeah, he's been reckless for for a long while. long
0: long while. It'd be different if Sarver did that when he first started owning the Sun and the Mercury, and then. Somebody came in and said, you know what, dude, that's not appropriate what you're doing. Because there's some people, I, I I meet a lot of people all the time. There's people out there that are just socially awkward. They just don't understand things. There are. You, when you meet people like I do, there's some people that don't mean things. There's some people that are out there that do do things vindictively. But there's people out there. Is you talk about mental health. There's people out there that socially cannot pick up on social cues. I've worked lately, in the last four or five years, I've worked with them. But as someone that can pick up on social cues, sometimes you got to go and have a conversation with somebody and tell them, like, look, these are so many things that are appropriate and not appropriate in these situations. And then you see if that person grows from them. If they don't, then I hold them accountable. It's kind of like, and this is a theory and we'll get through this segment here because we've gone over a little bit too much. It's just like, what if I told you somebody used to shower with their clothes on? They were taught in life that the shower with their clothes on. Now, what would you think of that, David?
2: A little out there.
0: Yeah, you would think that's, that's, that's awkward and it's not very good hygiene. But how would they know that if no one ever challenged that theory? Sometimes people learn things in life because the people that, were grooming them in life didn't have either have a lot of life experiences or they were just straight on uneducated so you see someone showering with their clothes on thinking that oh this is the way i'm supposed to do it and you're looking at them like no that's not very you're not really cleaning yourself <laughs> and now you got a set of clothes that are wet so you go in there and you try to educate them and say hey look You know, I see that what you're doing. I understand what you're doing, but this is probably the best way to do it is that if you really want to have the better hygiene, you need to take your clothes off and you need to take a shower. That's simple that you might think, okay, that that, that's uh, an interesting analogy, but that is how it is in life. There are some people out there and I give some people benefit of the doubt that don't know how to talk to women or don't know how to talk to different ethnicity groups. I've even made some slip ups and said some things and and, and then they say, you know, hey, there, you know, that in their culture or, you know, that that wasn't really appropriate. Oh, my bad. I try to better myself. I try to be have a little bit of empathy and and, and try to learn and enlighten myself. That's the same thing with this. Then let's see. I see what the person does. Now, the person keeps going in there and showering with their clothes on. That just tells me that. One, they don't want to learn, and two, they're not going to change. Robert Sarver was this situation. He went in there. He was doing inappropriate stuff. People were trying to tell him, like, hey, you know, I don't really feel comfortable with you saying these things to me around here in this office, and he just didn't really give a damn. He was going to do whatever the hell he wanted to do because he's rich and he's entitled. So, no, I, this is a totally different situation here. Don't sit up there and give me all the good. I've you, you, There's a whole bunch of people that do a lot of good and do stuff behind people's backs that's dirty and don't care i don't want to hear it if if you would have done that early on and, and they said they brought up the you know back in 2011 robert sarver did this and then they come up and say well robert Sar- sarver was talked to about and ever since then they never had an incident like that anymore then i could say okay that's an incident that happened someone was able to go he accepted his consequences or whatever and he accepted to try to learn it better himself but instead he just kept doing whatever the hell he wanted to do the same thing with this coach he's had an incident that's happened does it look bad yes but has it repeatedly happened afterwards right now from the information that we're getting no so he's probably grown from it but we like to find any type of dirt on anybody and try to throw them under the bus yeah because
2: we're
0: a messy culture. Well, it's juicy. It's we like juicy to be. We, we like to. We like to be entertained. But yeah, I, I think it's uh, uh, it's it's over for Eme Adoka. I I don't feel I I I don't feel bad for him, but it's just it it just sometimes you know he 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 was he did a great job coaching the Celtics, but to throw it away because. You just you just weren't mature enough to realize that the position that you were in, especially as an African-American. I mean, I could tell you right now, you you learn at growing up in life that you're under a little bit more scrutiny when you're an African-American. They're looking for you to mess up. I'm not trying to make this into a race thing. It's just that that's how the way of life is. So you kind of got to be on your pins and toes and needles. If you're a minority in, in a leadership position. People are a little more critical of you. That's just the way of life. And him being in this situation, if you're going to do your dirt, like Shaq says, pay for it. Get it out of the building, but don't be sitting up there, you know, taking a dump where you eat and and screwing around with staffers or unwanted advances at people and then come to find out that possibly you've been messing around with one of the VPs wives. That's just whew, that's just messy to me. Just messy final thoughts
2: yeah this is a a crazy story with a crazy ending but we hope that there's a lot of learning and hopefully this doesn't happen again but hopefully for adoka
0: I, i i think the suspension he should probably stay low he'll probably have to go back to the bottom of the totem pole of, of coaching or he might go to college but he ain't going back to the celtics i'll tell you that right now you just can't go back in that building i mean you, just, you know there's people that out there that just feel you know everyone's raised differently there's some people that would be like okay he was out there doing his thing he was getting his hustle on bring him back but you're gonna have a lot of people in there that were saying you know look he cheated on his girl his longtime girlfriend he went out there and and, and, and cheated on the man cheated with the man's wife a lot of people lose respect for you, and that's the only thing you you really need as a coach is you need a lot of respect. It's not a matter of liking because people don't like coaches. I'll tell you that right now. You can do it; you could be the, the greatest coach ever. You can try to garner the best relationships, but people aren't going to like you. But at the end of the day, as a coach, you need the respect factor. I'd rather be respected than liked any day, and that's what you need. And with with these transgressions that have happened, there's people out there that are not going to really respect them. And when once people don't really respect you they don't put a value or worth in anything that you say or you do. That's kind of hard to coach people like that. It is. It's just nothing going to be a struggle. It's going to be bad for him and bad for the organization. So it's best to part ways, but they got to find a legal way to do it. So now the suspension gives them time to figure out what they can do and gather themselves. That's what the Celtics are doing. And so probably be
2: you know, out of sight, out of mind for a lot of people, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just gotta learn from it. Everyone will, everyone will learn and grow. And good luck to the Celtics and yeah, all the endeavors of everyone involved.
0: Yeah, well, we're in that segment here,
2: cool. coming up, NFL
0: Pick'em. It's very a lot of people like this part of the show. Did you know that?
2: Yeah, because it gives the chance for us to be degenerate gamblers for a couple minutes.
0: <laughs> I, I, I guess if you put it that way. Make sure you always check us out on WXUT Live, 1130 to 130 here, in our new studio in Rocket Hall. Also, we're on After Further Review, uh Facebook page with a live feed. Got a picture of Frank bashing the horse's head, along with... On iTunes and SoundCloud. If you missed this segment and want to listen to it, we'll put it right up on there and you can listen to this segment about Ime Udoka and our thoughts on it. Coming up next, the NFL pickup. 88.3 HD that further review.